Although we live in this world, we do not wage war as the world does. The weapons we fight with are not the weapons of this world, but on the contrary, they have divine power to demolish strongholds. For life and death is in the power of the tongue. Give us this power, Lord. Give us this power, Lord. Amen. What's up, everyone, and welcome to another episode of The Warrior's Creed. We made it to episode 14, and I would like to thank you for tuning in to this weekly podcast. We're on the last step of our five steps of mastering self-confidence, and we're going to be talking about the fifth step to mastering self-confidence today i hope that you've listened to each step listen to the first um podcast where i talked about the difference between what is self-confidence and arrogance so we can know the difference um before we go forward in order to implement self-confidence into our lives and then I talked to you about the first step and then the second step. So now we're on to the fifth step today. And I hope you've been doing all the steps, going over them, reviewing them, doing the exercises that I have told you to do and started implementing these tactics into your life so that your life can make a complete change. So if you haven't done that, I'm going to admonish each and every one of you to do that. Because if you don't put in the work to change, you're not going to change. You have to change your level of consciousness. You have to change your level of mentality in order to change. If you're approaching each day with that self-defeating or that same mentality or self-limiting beliefs, you're not going to be able to change. You can read as many books as you as you want to. You can study as much as you want to, but until you practice contemplating it and moving it into action, you will not change. The way that we change is through our decisions, through our words, and through our actions. That's how transformation happens in our lives. So if you want to change, first of all, you have to make a decision to change. Then you have to speak those words into your life. You have to focus on those words. You have to contemplate those words. You have to concentrate on those words and make them a part of your being. You have to change your mindset and create neuroplasticity plasticity inside of your head so that you will become a new person. If you do not do this, you will not change. So I just have to emphasize that. Don't just listen to this podcast, study this podcast, do the tactics and do the work because I want to see people make a difference in their lives. I want to see people change their lives. And so many times people are stuck and they feel like they're in quicksand and they can't move forward because they don't know what to do. They expect people to pull them along along and give them the secrets to life. But there is no secret. It's all about your mentality and your mindset and putting in the work and learning how to focus and concentrate your mind. Where your focus goes, your energy flows. So our problem is that we, not that we can't concentrate, is that we focus on the wrong things in life. If we we tend to focus so much on the negative things, that we create a negative atmosphere in our lives, that we create a negative world, that everything that happens to us is always bad and never good. 
and we have trained our mind to only see the negative in everything in life. But if we learn how to train our mind to see the positive, then our lives will change. But it takes hard work because we have trained our minds to focus on only the negative. So it's not easy to sit there and meditate and focus on the positive. It's going to be hard. If it was easy, everyone would do it. So you have to train your mind. You have to put in the work in order for your life to make a complete 180 for you to turn everything around. So I want to remind each and every one of you to invite someone to listen to this show as well, too. We need to make a difference in the world. We have to lift each other up. When we bring ourselves up, it's important to bring others up with us and not step on the backs of others to get to a position that we want to. When we lift others up as we go up, we would change the consciousness. We would change the vibration. We would change this world. If everybody is out for themselves and only thinking about themselves, there will always be disharmony going on in this world. So my job and my goal, my mission is to create harmony. And if you want to be harmonious within yourself, because it starts with us, then we can create harmony in the world. So invite others to listen to the show as well, too, so that we can eradicate the disharmony that we see every day on social media or every day that surrounds us in our lives. When we change, we create a different atmosphere. That becomes contagious. Enthusiasm is contagious. Confidence is contagious. Happiness is contagious. It's always great to be around someone who's completely positive. No one likes to be around anybody who's negative. And, and it's it's so much of a thing now that people are cutting people off when they, they know that you got a negative vibe. They don't want to be nowhere near you anymore. People like to be around positive people. So if we want to create a difference in our lives, we need to change our approach, our strategy. We can't keep doing the same things and expecting a different result. It is not going to happen. I want to remind each and every one of you before we jump into everything, if you haven't got my book to go out and get my book or tell others about my book, which is Overcomer. I've got great reviews on it so far. Um, it may not be for everyone. If it's for you, that's great. If it's not for you, tell somebody else about it because it is for someone. So if you can't find the book. Google my name, Victor Clark, put in Overcomer. It will pop up wherever the book is sold. Order it and it will be there in a few days. And I guarantee you will make a difference in your life. I guarantee it. If you get the book, it will make a difference in your life. It will change your perspective and your mindset. But this isn't the cure all or the end all of everything. That's not what this book is about. This book is to awaken you, to make you starve for more information, to make you want to seek it out and search it out, to give you the drive and the determination to awaken your true self on the inside. So that you can become who you were designed to be. So. This book is only a spark. To start the fire that's within you. It's not going to. It's not going to. Manifest things into your life immediately. But it's going to awaken you. To who you are. And to know. That you have a purpose. On this planet. All right, let's get into the show. It's not going to be that long because I don't want to spend too much time talking um, about the subjects that I'm talking about because people have a short attention span. So I'm just going to be 
honest about it. So speaking for an hour is is easy and it may be great for me and some people may like it, but people tend we we people tend to lose their focus after a certain amount of time. And I think that sometimes I might be giving out too much information. So and I'm going to condense the information so that you can implement it more into your life and so you won't feel overwhelmed and some people are listening to the podcast and I know sometimes we we struggle with our time management and then if the podcast is an hour and every week or we're trying to catch up and some people have joined in after episode 10 you got 10 hours to catch up on so right now I'm going to slow down try to get them down to at least 30 to 40 minutes not to give too much information but still give you the same quality product all right all right so we're going to do a quick recap of last week all right or of what we've been going over the five steps to mastering self-confidence the first step was mastering the art of humility like i said if you haven't heard that episode go back and listen to it um the second step is mastering the art of presentation great episode i advise you to go back and listen to it if you haven't go check it out um the third step mastering the art of developing a pleasing personality very very important for your success in this world definitely go back and listen to that if you haven't also number four we talked about last week mastering the art of your craft your skills and your talent when you are confident at doing what you do you become fearless see the reason why people feel uncomfortable and get scared when they get up on stage to do something because they haven't put the work in yet a seasoned speaker that's been speaking for at least 10 years may feel a little bit of fear but most of them don't feel as much fear because they know their craft they know how to 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 deliver the spoken word and especially if they studied what they're going to deliver and they know it like the back of their hand hand they're not going to get nervous and forget they might feel a little bit of butterflies at times which some people do and that's human but they're not going to be overwhelmed with nervousness and sometimes that nervousness that we may feel or that fear is the same thing as the feeling of anxiety it can be anticipation or excitement our body can't tell the difference so whenever you think that you feel a little bit nervous even though you know it just tell yourself that you're excited that you can't wait to do what you're going to do it's like a person before the uh a player an athlete before the uh the super bowl they they are a little bit anxious they're a little bit nervous not because they're scared is because they're excited and their body doesn't know the difference. So what you have to learn how to do is do breathing techniques, calm yourself down, allow your your um, intrinsic nervous system to actually take over to slow down your heart rate, so that you can perform at a heart le- at a at a at an uh, elite level, because your mind muscle connection will take over because you know your craft and you know what you're doing. But if you don't put the work in, you're not going to be successful. So we have to master our craft, whether it's speaking, singing, building, designing, teaching, drawing, surfing, running, dancing, writing, swimming, cooking, etc. All these things in in ING. And so when we do these things, we are living and we are in the state of being. That means when we're in the state of being, that means we're being ourselves and living out our purpose. And when we're being, we are definitely becoming. We are transforming our lives. So when you are walking in your purpose, you are living in the present and you're becoming in the state of being. 
That's why time escapes us when we do something that we enjoy so much. See, when we're doing something that we don't love, time goes by really, really slow. It's like sitting with somebody that you can't stand being around. And it seems like five minutes are like an hour. And then you're around someone that you completely adore. And it feels like you were only with them for five minutes. And it's been a few hours. That's when you are operating in the presence. That's the beauty that we're all looking for. And when we are walking in our purpose. And when we are living our lives accordingly to how we were designed to live our lives. We will feel that or experience that all the time. I talked about it. It's called like the state of flow. Do your research on the state of flow. It's a beautiful thing. A lot of athletes have been in it. A lot of speakers have been in the state of flow. I've been in the state of flow. And it's a beautiful, surreal, blissful thing. And when you do something you enjoy, whether it's drawing or or sculpting, you get lost in your work. And you feel fulfilled. You, you feel like you're living. And that's the goal. And when we, when we do that, we feel more confident about ourselves. And when someone asks us about what we do, we can confidently answer them. When we don't master or practice what we preach, so to say, we don't feel the confidence that we need to present ourselves to other people or to other employers for a job that we, that we may want. You want to be a trainer? Study the craft of being a great trainer. Because when you have that interview, you're not going to feel confident if you haven't put the work in. What you do in the dark will come to the light. So we have to learn to master our craft. The magic key is concentration and consistency. We have to learn to concentrate our minds, to focus, to block out all things, as which I talked about on the last episode. And we have to learn to be consistent. Too many times we give up when things don't go the way that we want to. Rome was not built in a day. We always look at people and we see the end result instead of seeing the process of what they went through to get to the point to where they're at. It takes time to grow, but you have to be consistent. You're going to have stumbling blocks along the way. Like there's one um, guy I started following. um, Great guy, very influential very smart intelligent and he 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 puts up puts out great content and he said when he first started his instagram he only got one like one by his mother nobody liked this stuff and he said throughout the weeks and months he only got a few likes and that was from friends and family that he knew Like less than 10 likes, but he kept being consistent and putting out the content to where now he has nearly a million followers on Instagram. And I think he has close to 2 million on TikTok because he was consistent. He did not let the results detour him from his goal or his mission. He stayed focused on what he wanted. If you stay focused, you will get exactly what you desire. We get what we don't desire when we focus on what we don't want. So it can work the same way when you focus on what you do want. You just have to rewire your thinking. You have to retrain your brain to actually Learn how to focus on the things that you do want. All right. 
the last step that we're going to go over is mastering the art of fear. Fear. We have to learn to become fearless and courageous. Courage is born in the cradle of fear. On the other side of fear is our purpose, our blessings, and our destiny. Fear is an obstacle that stops us, that keeps us stagnant from, from pursuing our goals. We must get past the fear. We must run towards the fear instead of away from the fear. When we run towards the fear, the fear will disappear. It's amazing things when people say that they jump out of an airplane and they sit there terrified, extremely terrified. And they jump and their heart is pounding. And then they said, after a few seconds, when they get past that fear, there's nothing but pure bliss that they feel. Pure bliss. And fear is trying to keep us from the reward that the creator has for us. Fear is an illusion. Fear is there to help us to survive. Yes, to use common sense, but you can use common sense and not be fearful. I don't have to be afraid to cross the street. My common sense tells me that if I go across the street when a car is coming at 60 to 70 miles an hour, that I'm going to hit get hit by it. But there are people that are afraid to, to cross the street because they keep focusing on what they think may happen and it's not going to happen. And I think I said these these stats before, not sure, but the University of Cincinnati did a poll and they said that 85% of what we fear is going to happen never happens. 30% of what we fear has to do with the past. So we're bringing past into the present. And then they also concluded that 90% of what we fear is insignificant. That means that only 10% of what people fear has meaning. 10% of what people fear only has an immediate effect or a possible immediate effect on them like a bear in the woods but most people don't see a bear crossing their path in the woods so 10% of what we folk that that what we fear only 10% is significant 90% of what we fear is insignificant so we spend most of our time afraid to move forward to make a difference in our lives, to start a business, to let ourselves out because we're afraid that we're going to get criticized. We're afraid that we're going to get hurt by someone. We're afraid we're going to get laughed at when that's not even what's going to happen. Most of the time when people get past that fear, most people don't aren't even thinking about you. Most people are so caught up in their own head, they're thinking about themselves. They're looking at themselves in a the mirror, dealing with their own insecurities. But we think when we walk down the street that everybody's looking at us. No, that's not true. Most people are paying attention to themselves, to those voices that are in their head that they have to deal with. 
So we have to get past that point and silence those voices in our head that tells us that we can't do it. Everybody struggles with this, whether you want to believe it or not. No matter how bold you may see them, no matter how confident you may see them walk into a room, everybody had to battle this at one point in time. But the successful people battled it. They overcame their fears. They used fear as a catapult. They used failure as something to push them towards their destiny. They embraced failure. They embrace their fears because they know that those two things will push them towards greatness. So we have to learn to get past fear. Fear holds us back from our transformation, but it is necessary so that we do not become. So that we become courage, courageous. Courage. Like I said, is born in a cradle of fear. That is actually a quote by Napoleon Hill. And you can find it in his book called The Law of Success. And I read that book every single day. It's a wonderful book. And I advise everyone to get a copy of that book, The Law of Success. You will learn a lot from that book and it will change your life. When we want to embrace a change in our life, we go through three phases of transformation. The first is excitement. We feel completely excited about our transformation. Like if you discover this podcast and you say, wow, this is great. I feel excited. I'm motivated. That's the first thing that people feel. Or you, you go out for the basketball team and you you find out that you made the cuts and you're excited about it. The next phase that we go through is fear and resistance. The next thing we start focusing on is self-doubts, self-limiting beliefs. I can't do it. I don't think this is working. I don't think this is going to change me. I don't think this is going to make me better in any way. So we deal with fear. And on the other side of fear and resistance the last phase of transformation is mastery. So in order to become a master of yourself and the master of your destiny, you have to get past fear. It's easy for us to be excited, but we get stagnant and become stuck like we're in quicksand on fear. In order to become a master of ourselves and develop self-confidence, we have to get past fear. There are two fears that we're born with. The fear of loud noises and the fear of falling. All other fears are learned behaviors based off our environments. Let's say that again. All fears besides falling and loud noises are learned behaviors based off of our environment. The number one fear that everybody fears in this world, guess what? It is the fear of public speaking. The fear of public speaking is the number one fear that most people fear in this world. The second one is death. So people are more afraid of standing in front of an audience and speaking than they are of death. They rather die than speak. To an audience of 5, 10, 15, 20, 30, 500 people. They'd rather die. Do we not see how ridiculous that actually sounds? 
when I say it like that. But no, most people don't think about that. They have a bigger fear of public speaking than they have of dying. There are eight fears. Eight basic fears that everyone deals with. And the first one that the enemy of our souls uses, even though a poll says that the number one fear is public speaking and social interactions, the number one, there are two fears that people deal with every day that has become a part of their psyche and who they are. And sometimes they may not even know that they think about it because it's became it becomes so inbreded into who they are that number one fear is the fear of death people fear dying they're completely afraid to die and it's in our nature not to want to die because we were born or we were created to live not to die So, of course, we want to survive on this earth. We want to make it. But so many times people are so afraid of dying that they never get the chance to live. We allow our fear of death to hold us back from enjoying things in life. We have this fear of death because... A lot of us don't know what's in the great beyond. And I say that the creator made it that way because he knew life would be too easy. This is my perception of everything. If you've ever played a game. If you have any people out there like gamers, you ever played a video game and say you're in the game. Call of Duty or something like that and say you start losing. What is the first thing that people do? They hit the reset button. Start back over. Until they win the game. If we knew that reincarnation was real, if we knew that heaven truly existed rather than just having faith that it does so many people because they don't like their lives would hit the reset button because they don't understand that the challenges that they're facing life is to change them and if we knew where our expected end was, we would easily, we would never grow. We would always just hit the reset button and try to live perfect lives and find the perfect life that we actually want. But we do have that life right now because hardships come in our lives to teach us valuable lessons, to make us stronger. Everything grows through resistance. If there is no resistance, nothing can grow. So we have to learn how to embrace the challenges rather than run from them. So we have to change our perspective on the fear of death. Live. We're so focused on afraid being or being afraid to die that we we forget to live. So live. The second one is the fear of of poverty so many people are afraid of losing everything people will sell their souls for money for security and people do it every day they're at jobs that they hate all because they're afraid to take that risk walk in their purpose because they're afraid they're going to lose their house and people say well I'm living in in reality I'm going to lose my house 
But then there's something inside of you that tells you to move forward, to have that faith, to go forward, to start that business. Or maybe to budget your money a little bit more, to be a little bit more positive. But we're so afraid to take that risk. We're so afraid to to create because we're afraid that when we create it, no one's going to like it. So we stay in that poverty mindset and we never become rich like we desire or have that wealth mindset. A poverty mindset is is not someone who's necessarily financially challenged. It's a person who's always focused on what they don't have instead of focused on what they do have. When you focus on lack, you're creating more lack in your lives. So if you focus on thankfulness and I'm thankful for my life, I'm thankful for everything, I have everything I need, more things are going to flow to you within your life. So having a wealth mindset is operating from a heart of gratitude, not from a heart or mind of lack. The third one is criticism. People fear criticism. This is why public speaking is such a big thing for everybody because people are afraid of what other everybody else thinks. We, we wear what we wear to school. We wear what we wear every single day because we're always thinking about what someone else is going to think about us. Should I wear this dress? Should I wear these pants? Should I cut my hair this way? Should I wear these eyelashes? Should I wear this makeup? Should I wear this color? Should I... Should I go here? Should I do this? When you're focused on should I's, you're not operating in your true purpose. Do what you love. Stop living under the shadow of everybody else and to please other people. The fear of criticism holds us back from reaching our destiny. So we have to get past that. The next one, we fear the loss of a loved one. The loss of love. A lot of people are afraid to be in relationships because they're afraid that that person may one day walk away from them. Or that person may change their mind about them or that person may die. We have the biggest fear that the people that we love the most is going to be taken away from us. But when we fear loving someone, we close and imprison our true self on the inside. And we don't open up our hearts like we're supposed to. If you truly love someone, you love them not because you want their love back. You love them because love is about giving and not receiving. So no one can ever take your love. You freely give it. So if a person chooses to walk outside of your life, so be it. They're not meant for you. As long as you know that you love them with all your heart, you should feel satisfied with it. They're the ones that were dealing with internal issues. They themselves were probably closed up and afraid to love. So it's funny how we have this fear of loving people. And then we meet someone who has that exact same fear. We attract what we're like. So we can't find that perfect relationship because we haven't become that perfect person that we're looking for. You have to first work on yourself before you can attract the person that you want or the person that you need. If you fear loving someone, you're going to find someone who's going to be closed in in fear of loving. But you want someone who's going to be open to loving and then you get mad when they don't open up to you when you're doing the exact same thing to them. And then you say, well, I give up on love. So love is about taking a risk. But it's not really taking a risk if you're becoming the person who 
you want to be. You will attract that person to you when you become that person. If you're not, if you're thinking in fearfulness, you're going to attract a fearful mate. So the power is inside of you. It's in your hands. It's all based off of your mindset and how you think. So if you want to change your life, you want to change your relationship status, change yourself. Stop focusing on needing love for someone else and focusing on realizing your self-worth. When you recognize your self-worth, then someone else will recognize your self-worth as well because you will carry yourself with confidence. You would carry yourself like a queen. You would carry yourself like a king. The fifth fear is ill health. Everybody's afraid of getting sick and dying. So, and there are so many people that are afraid of getting sick that it's like, there's a a scientific term called become an hypochondriac. Some people who make themselves sick or believe that they're sick. Because they're so afraid of getting sick when they're really not sick. And they go to the doctor and the doctor checks them out and they say, there's nothing wrong with you. And they say, there's something wrong with me. I know there's something wrong with me. And that's all based off of their mentality. People are afraid of getting sick and dying. There's so much fear in this world right now about vaccinated, unvaccinated, because everybody is afraid. I won't say everybody is. A lot of people are afraid of getting sick and afraid of dying and we have to be careful of what and who we listen to because that propaganda or that fear is being pumped out into the media or social media or the news media and so we have all this fear inside of us and and we're scared and and, and, and we're walking around with fear and we see people who who have got vaccinated still get the disease and it's and maybe because they're so fearful of getting it that they created that inside of themselves or manifested that inside of themselves because we attract what we don't want and we have to understand the power of that the power of the mind Yes, there's proper protocols that you have to do by eating healthy, taking care of yourself, wearing a mask, social distancing, doing the right things. But most diseases, research has found out, has an emotional component attached to it. Research has also found out that that resentment unforgiveness all that hate and anger that we feel on the inside is connected to ill health or cancer energy is energy in motion if we hold that energy within it starts to disrupt our body and our vibration and it breaks us down and makes us ill we have to learn how to let go Forgive and be positive so that we can move forward in life. Don't spend your time in fear. Live. Think about only the things that you do want. Another fear is the fear of failure. We won't try because we're afraid of failing. Like I already said earlier, billionaires embrace failure which is why they are where they where they are if you want to learn how to be successful study the life and the tactics and the mindset of billionaires and millionaires we all think that they had it easy but they overcome obstacles when you start to look at their lives we have this misconception that oh they had it easy Life was just so easy for them. But if we study their tactics, study what they did to make them, what helped them to become rich, we will learn so much. I study them. 
and I learn. We are the sum total of our environment. You can't learn from poor people. Poor people all around complaining about why they're poor. Guess what's going to happen? You're going to stay poor. You hang around rich people. You're going to learn why they're rich and you're going to start to become rich yourself. Your mentality is going to change. So stop listening to the people that are always so negative, talking about how everybody else got it easy. And start studying the people and watching the people that are successful. When you start modeling their behavior, you will become successful. So embrace failure, embrace challenges. Because when you go through failure, you just have to change your approach or your strategy. There's a valuable lesson in all of failure. Failure is a lesson to teach us. Napoleon Hill said every failure has a seed of equivalent or greater benefit. There is a benefit of good inside of failure. So we have to ask. Ask ourselves within what good can I make from this failure? What valuable lesson am I supposed to learn from this? The reason why we keep going through the same things because we don't ask ourselves the right questions. We keep complaining about why we're going through it instead of asking, why are we going through it? What is it I am supposed to learn from this lesson or this situation that has happened in my life? And when we learn from there, we will elevate and we will grow. So learn how to embrace failure. Challenges are meant to change you. Our strength comes from our struggles. Another fear is a fear of old age. People are afraid of getting old and having people take advantage of them. If you treat people right when you're younger, they'll treat you right when you're old. I'm just going to leave it there. Leave it there. Stop fearing what's going to happen to you when you get old. People will take care of you. And if you take care of your body and you live right, lift weights, uh, continue to exercise every day, you will live a long, healthy life. There are 90-year-olds out there that are surfing like they're 20-year-olds because they always took care of themselves. The reason, the reason why people's bodies break down is because they stop taking care of themselves when they get older. Most people who live over 100 years old always take care of themselves and always had a positive attitude. They had a strong spiritual life. They ate healthy um, and they always made sure they went out for a walk every single day. And I think those simple little tips will help us not to fear ever getting old. And their sight is there. They're strong and some of them are still able to drive and do things at like over 100 years old. I think there was a 120-year-old still driving. I mean, it's amazing. Our bodies are amazing. And I think we limit ourselves because of our fears. So if you start taking care of yourself now and living a life absent of fear, you will uncover so many blessings that are are in store for you. And the last fear is the loss of freedom. Too many people have the fear of the loss of freedom. Freedom of going to jail, the freedom of afraid of being locked up, um, losing their social privilege or their uh, religious freedom, losing their uh, freedom in society where they're going to be told what to do, have a curfew. People are afraid of losing their freedom, which is why they're always fighting against politics. They're fighting for their freedom because they're so afraid that they're going to lose their freedom. We have to get past these fears. All right. Those eight fears that I went over is poverty, death, criticism, loss of love, ill health, failure, old age, and the loss of freedom. Don't let fear win. Become the person that you were designed to be. I'm going to end with this quote by Eleanor Barjone. And she said, all the ill, it's all the negativity. 
That's all the self-limiting beliefs. That's all the voices in our head that tells us about what we can't do. That's all the negative environment that surrounds us. All the ill that is in us comes from fear. And all the good comes from love. So all that hate, all that fear that we have inside of us actually comes from fear. Fear of becoming who we were designed to be. Fear of falling in love. Fear of being the person that we were destined to be. Fear of stepping out of the box and being our true selves. Don't live your life in fear. That's all I got for today. I hope you have a great week. Right now, it's actually the weekend because I waited a few days to do this podcast. So I hope you have a great weekend. And remember that whenever you get discouraged, whenever you feel like you can't make it, remember that you were made to be more than a conqueror, that you're an overcomer and that there's nothing that you cannot accomplish when you set your mind to it. Don't let fear win. Let's all start to begin to live our lives victoriously.